we know about branding for our business, you know, the logo, messaging, colors, design, but what about audio branding? I mean, it makes sense, right? Sound has a huge impact and influences buying decisions. So I had voiceover actor Jody Krangle and on the show to share how to create an audio brand for your podcast and business and how to make a memorable intro and outro. So let's take a listen because she has some really good tips. So, hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey guys, um, I have another Canadian with me and I always love that. And the coolest thing about her is that she's actually a voice actor. And I'm like, how cool is that? And she's a podcast host of audio branding. And I can't remember Jody, if I saw you on someone else's podcast, but I just like reached out and I'm like, I think you would make the coolest guest. So meet Jody Krangle and uh, welcome to my show. Thanks so much. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi there. <laughs> I know. Again, I know we had such a good chat um, previously. And like you live like an hour away from me. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. So bizarre. <laughs> I'm actually passing through by your town later today as I meet oh. someone for dinner. So I'll wave as I drive through. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will expect a wave. <laughs> awesome. Um, And I love like there is the aspect of podcasting where it's like, how to use your voice, you know, your intonation and how you speak and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But when I happen to see your podcast on audio branding, it just kind of got my brain going. Like, obviously I know branding, like your colors, your logos, your website, but I never really stopped and thought about audio branding. Um, so can you kind of share what that is and what that means? Well, your experience is not uncommon. <laughs> in that a lot of people really don't pay attention to sound it's kind of that yeah. thing that we take for granted and i think it's it's really something we should be taking uh into account because it's very important to our yeah. lives and it, it would be um it really will help psychologically it helps to pay attention to it in whatever you're doing and whatever you're producing so yeah. podcasting it is one is, of our senses right like the, well definitely <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it is a, a very big part of, for instance, podcasting. So, mm -hmm. you know, the sound is very important. So audio branding really encompasses a whole bunch of different things. And I'm going to give you the definition that the International Sound Awards define it oh, as. Okay. So they say that audio branding is a brand sound that represents the identity and values of a brand in a distinctive manner. The audio logo, branded functional sounds, brand music, or the brand voice are characteristic elements of audio branding. So it's a large, a large, there's lots of stuff under that umbrella, let's say. Yeah. Can you give yeah. some examples just to kind of like paint a picture? Like, does Coke have audio branding? Does Oh, like, totally. Do you know totally what I mean? Like, or, or yeah, yeah. is it jingles or like a certain person's voice that is like the voiceover that you recognize you know it's all of that okay. that's that's the thing right that's why i'm saying it's a broad umbrella true of things right so there's a large spectrum of things like the intel da 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 like that's their sonic Ooh, logo right? right 
So uh, McDonald's has the I'm loving it thing. And, you know, there's all sorts of different ones out there. The Affleck duck for a long time was like yes. really audio branding. I mean, that's what that is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like State Farm has their their jingle and then the, the calming voice of the representative and, you know, like that kind of stuff all encompasses everything that they put out there as far as sound is concerned, but it works in concert with their visual branding mm. and with everything else that they have out there. So when the two work together, it really is kind of gold for a company. And the thing about this is that it takes a while for it to actually take because sure. yeah, you got to hear it many times. It has to be used consistently and you need to hear it repetitiously. Because the more often you hear it, the more you're going to associate with that brand, that sound, and the more distinct it becomes in your head. So I don't know about you, but I can remember jingles from 25 years ago. <laughs> like they, yeah. they stick in your head, right? They do. And, and the little songs. And yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's the power of sound. It really is a huge power. And we need to use it to our advantage in whatever we're doing. And I think that people who don't pay attention to it are kind of doing themselves a disservice. Hmm. Good to know. And so when it comes to podcasters, like what comes to my mind is the intro music, right? That like blends in. Um, so can you like, is there anything else that like, how would we weave audio branding into our podcast? Well, a lot of people will look on music or, or license-free music directories to find the music that they're going to use mm -hmm. on their intro and outro for their podcast. So you can definitely start there. I think that's a great idea. Think about who your audience is and what your personality is and where those two meet in the middle mm -hmm. and find a piece of music that you like, but you think your audience will also right. like. So it's kind of a combination of those two things because it really is, we're doing this for our audience, right? Yeah. I mean, we're doing this for other people. <laughs> so you're hoping that they're going to listen, appeal to them by giving them music you think they'd like and that they would, they would respond to, that they would, they would find hits them where they, you know, where they live, where it feels, know, yeah, hits them in the heart. Exactly. Yeah. And music does that. It totally does that. But yeah. our voices can do that too. So the voice that you use on your intro and outro can also evoke whatever feeling you are wanting for your podcast. And that can be your own voice. I'm not saying you have to get someone professional to do it. I mean, technically, if you're doing a podcast on a regular basis and have been for a while, you're a professional. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know your own podcast really well. And if that's the case, then definitely, especially if you are your own branding, definitely. Yeah. Like I'm the voice, literally the voice yeah. behind the business. Exactly. Yeah. But there are a lot of business branded podcasts out there that um, that really need a more uh, polished touch, I guess, just to make people pay attention. And also, when you're having someone else introduce you, you can have that person say nice things about you where it's really hard for you to say that about yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if you really want to crow about your accomplishments and stuff like that, it's probably better to get someone else to do your introduction. 
I know. I have a funny story though. So I had um like a voiceover from Fiverr or whatever. And it was kind of like a lot of people I feel did that years ago with their podcast, but it was a man's voice and it was very radio like. And I was just like, I did it because I sort of felt like I had to. And then after a while, it just graded with me. And I was like, it's so not me. Like, I'm not that manly, powerful voice kind of vibe. <laughs> like, I may be loud and I may talk a lot, but um, yeah, it just felt like it was a disconnect. Sure. Yeah. And and let me just say that not every voice actor is like that. <laughs> no, I know. Totally. <laughs> that, you know, you don't have to put on a voice to be a voice actor. In fact, nowadays, it's actually a detriment to do yeah. that because yeah. people are people's BSO meters are so high these days. <laughs> so, yeah. So you really have to sound like a real person. So yeah. when I do an intro or an outro for someone's podcast, I'm a real person. Yeah. You know, I'm not putting on a voice no. of some kind. I'm just telling it like it is and yeah. with varying degrees of excitement, really. Yes. You know, the idea is to care about what you're saying, but you don't have to put on a voice and, you know, be someone you're not to no. do that. Or be In fact, it's being or... more you is what and it you're is. You're not a circus announcer. You're Exactly. Uh... <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and I, other... I work in the areas of commercial and corporate narration specifically. Yeah. So, so those areas are things I really need to be very conscious of that with. Very, because you still need to yeah. come across as authentic and yes. like a person that someone can relate to. And I also had a client yeah. and she, we we're working on a podcast and she wanted to do, I can't remember if it was like not meat low for ACDC, but it was mm -hmm. like that kind of music. Yeah. And the podcast, I'm like, Oh man, like I, I was like, you may like that music, but your music has to marry like your your podcast and the type of people that you're connecting with and and, mm -hmm. and what have you. And what I type just of thought, podcast was it? What's that? What type of podcast was it? It had to do with lawyers. Really? ACDC for lawyers? I know it was very, but I guess it was like, but, but that's the thing where it oh, comes nah. like, it, it made me, maybe think that's her clientele differently. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you like it personally. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't have that for your podcast. It, it would depend on who her clients were. Yeah. Yeah. If her clients were rock stars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And be rocking out. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Yeah. But it depends on who you want to reach. You know, if yeah. you're, if you're after like the, the, you know, uh, upper levels of management and stuff like that. Like you're, <laughs> I don't think they're going to connect with that. That would be harder. I know. But it really made me think about yeah. like how I'm coaching my clients and what have you. Cause to me, I just like, Oh, it just comes naturally, but it's like, you really need to be intentional and strategic with the sounds and what you're doing with your podcast for sure definitely yeah and you know it's marketing 101 to know your avatar right yeah. so if you know your avatar then that's who you're catering to but at the same time you don't want to do something that's completely disparate from who you are yeah so it, it's a melding of the two really especially when it comes to audio and what i love um is melody loops i've used that before 
I like how you can organize it or categorize or find sound that relates to moods. So if something is like serious or upbeat or fun or happy or jazzy or like you can narrow down. And to me, it's like, I always think in my head, okay, what is the mood? Are you trying to aspire people? Are you trying to like connect? Are you trying to like, you know, energize them or like it's a workout show you're doing or yeah. Like there's to me sound I associate with mood. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. And you can really interpret your, the look of your website that way. Look of what the website, mm. the look of your company logo, the, the colors that you use, uh, anything in your visual branding, you can also associate with a mood. True. And so once you know that mood, then you just carry through with that mood with your audio. Yeah. So how do you help people kind of brand their podcasts <laughs> or their audio or whatever it is that they're working on? Like, is there a process or do you like literally figure out what they do and who their avatar is? Well, um, personally, I'm a voice actor and that's what yeah. I do, <laughs> but uh, I do, I can certainly point people in the direction of audio branding companies that do this all day, every day. That's not actually something that I do for people, right, right. but, um, but yeah, I mean, I've talked to people on the podcast who are from all over the world. So there's so many companies out there that do such good work and it's such a new branch of marketing and, Very. and and yeah advertising and that kind of thing it's it's really coming into its own i think now especially after we were all stuck at home basically listening that's what we were at home yeah. doing we were listening and yes there was some zoom and there was some video involved and a lot of that is still out there as well but i think we all experienced video fatigue and mm -hmm. audio isn't quite on the end of that like it we haven't gotten fatigue from audio yet I think so i think it lends itself to so much flexibility like you can exactly. listen to it while you're doing other things yes and that's exactly why i think it fits into our busy lives because you exactly you can do it while you're folding the laundry or commuting to work or yeah. you know you can listen to a podcast while you're out on a walk and you can do other things while you're listening. You can just have earbuds in and do whatever you want to do. So yeah, I think it it does lend itself very well into our lives. And we've we've taken we've really taken it for granted in in the last little while. But I think mm. it's starting to become more obvious and out front. Yeah, in the last few years. Yeah, I agree. So how can we weave like, how do we create an audio sound brand? Are there certain elements that we need to like have a checklist or think about? Well, every audio branding company will have a different way of doing this. They all yeah. have their own processes. So it depends on if you're looking for specifically music or if you're looking for a whole broad spectrum of things like company sounds, an audio logo, uh, music that you wanna play on a commercial or something you want on your website. You want to follow through with all of this. You know, I will say that it is an investment up front, but it can save you a lot of money because you have, like you would have, 
let's say an intranet where you would share with the whole company what your logos look like, mm -hmm. what your colors are, what fonts they should use on all the pages that they put out or what the advertising in print magazines should look like and all of this stuff, right? Um, print magazines. I mean, I don't know how many people have those anymore, but yeah, anyway, um, anything. Yeah. <laughs> nice to have something in your hand, yeah. you know, <laughs> but anything you're putting out there has a set way that it's supposed to look. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that says that you can't. And I think you should have also the audio that you would use for anything that you would put out there that needs audio. So once you have a piece of music written for you, you can modify that piece of music to fit just about any scenario. Mm, small, small advertisements, longer videos on your website, advertisements for pre, you know, pre-rolls on YouTube or anything you're doing, the intro and outro for a podcast, yeah. the intro and outro in a clubhouse room or a Twitter spaces room, right? The, the on hold music that you're going to use, right. the people are, that's often their first, the first time they come across your branding is that audio medium. And they're yeah. likely upset when they're calling you then. So, you know, you want to put a good impression out there yeah. when they're waiting on the phone, right? That's so a great idea to use yeah. the audio in different elements. So it, it is weaving in to all the other different elements of your marketing. That's a great exactly. idea. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's all a comprehensive whole mm -hmm. to give people an idea of who you are. Yeah. in audio format and you know it hits us a lot harder and a lot faster than the visual mm, i never thought of that it's that it's that sense that reaches right into our heart think yeah. about the the films that you watch like if you i'm not a huge horror film fan so if i really don't want to be scared i'll turn off the music i'll turn oh, off the sound because i could watch whatever's going on with no problem but I'll care about it if I'm hearing the music and the sound, right? That's so if you turn so off, yeah. So watch a movie and then turn off the sound and you'll get what it's, what's going on. You just won't care. <laughs> that is a great way of putting it. <laughs> That's so true because it changes mm -hmm. how you feel about and they, and also creates that anticipation, right? Yes. The music definitely does that. Yeah. So without that music to tell you that this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> right. Something yeah. That's coming up. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So what are some tips that you would give people to when they're creating their intro or outro so that they do consider that sound branding element? Well, like I was saying, it's a good idea to pay attention to what you like, but also what you think your audience is going to like, mm -hmm. the people who are listening to you, who you think might want your product or service or who would be interested in your podcast. I would say that you don't want to be you don't want it to be too long. So don't waste people's time. Probably mm -hmm. I would say 30 seconds or less is yeah. probably you know, I you could probably get away with a minute, but I think any longer than that and you're really pushing it. And in that, you want to give people an idea quickly of what they're likely to hear. So um, in that intro, make sure that they understand what your podcast is about and what they're likely to experience by listening further. And if you have an intro after that for your guest or whatever, that's great, not a problem. But the intro and the outro may not change from 
podcast to podcast. You know, yeah. they certainly could. Um, I would say in your outro, you need to make sure that you have a call to action of some kind. Agreed. And to let people know maybe that there is another part coming if there's two parts to the episode or let people know how they can sign up for a newsletter or if you have any promotions going on, that's probably the place to put it. And, um, you know, you could mention that in, in front too, in, in the intro part, you know, not, yeah. not in the, not in the podcast intro, but in the intro to the guest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that, so that it's part of the podcast as opposed to keeping them from hearing the podcast. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. There's so many different ways to do this and I know lots of people do it differently. So that's just my basics for things that might help you get more of an audience. Now for you as a voice actor, clearly you pay attention to how people are saying things versus just what they're saying. Um, are there any tips as a podcast host or guest of things that they can do to sound more professional or communicate more effectively or mistakes that you've seen that probably grate you when you listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? It can be hard. I think for people who aren't trained in how to speak, sometimes doing this podcasting thing can become kind of a slog because it's difficult to know how to get your point across mm -hmm. and still sound interesting. Yeah. Right. So I would say that one of the first things to think about is not to be monotone and you can help yourself not be monotone by using your hands. Oh, so interesting. if you talk with your hands a little bit, that yeah. can make things a little more, um, musical, I guess almost, yeah. but you don't want it to be sing-songy. You just want to be expressing yourself. Yeah. And, and that is, that's like a trick that every voice actor I know uses because no one's seeing you in the booth when you're no. doing a job usually. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm gesticulating wildly all over the place when I'm doing that, because if you want to really make sure that someone knows you you care about something, then that's a way to really get the passion out. I love and, that. And yeah, you want people to hear your passion. That's, that's part of this, right? Yeah. So I would say, don't worry about the ums and whatever. Don't, you can get rid of some of those in post if you really want to, but breathe. <laughs> Remember to breathe because a, a, a sigh, just letting out, just letting out a breath. Like if you let out a breath, you can't be tense. It's impossible to be tense. Mm. So that just really helps. Just a couple of things. And if you are nervous, I, th I find you tend to like, A, you're tensed up, but also like you hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And, you're, and your shoulders go forward, right? Like you got to make sure your shoulders are, are not necessarily laid back, but that they're not like tense mm -hmm. and your jaw isn't tense, you know, all sorts of ways to keep yourself from uh, being too nervous. Do you listen to yourself a lot, like the playbacks to kind of work out some of those ticks or like see what areas you can improve? I totally do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I kind of have to because I check over every podcast that I do. So I want to make sure that every podcast I do 
is going to sound good, is going to be interesting for my audience. I choose a snippet of audio from somewhere inside the episode to put at the front of the episode yeah. in order to give people a lead in to what they're going to hear for the actual episode and give them a little teaser, right? Totally. So I have to listen to the whole podcast in order to get that yeah. little snippet, which is good for me because I then know if there are any mistakes I need to take care of or anything like that. And uh, yeah, it works out pretty well. So yes, I do listen a lot. And I notice that I say, um, and you know, and like a lot. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and I can't help it. But well, maybe I could You're help human, it. Though. I don't know. But you're I, not reading I, off yeah. of a script, right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm me. I'm just being me. That's you know, people can listen or not. <laughs> it's up to them. <laughs> I know. I, I, think sometimes people want to practice so much that it feels rehearsed it's like to me I'm like it's okay to not be perfect yes you want to improve and yes you don't want to be monotone or like scratchy voice or whatever it may be but you do want to connect with humans and it's okay to flub here and there yeah we can be human in fact that's part of why people listen to podcasts I think because mm -hmm. they want to hear us be human <laughs> Yeah. I don't think there's any anything wrong with from that. Your podcast, like, for, so do you feel like you've done any improvements or just things that you've picked up from obviously doing your own podcast? Oh yeah. Uh, interviewing techniques are basically mm. my big thing that I listen for. And a lot of it has to do with active listening. And that's hard for a lot of us. It really is. Uh, it shouldn't be as hard because it should come naturally, right? It should be something we do all the time, but no, yeah. we don't. <laughs> so yeah, definitely slowing down, listening to what my guest is saying, commenting on it. If I think that there's a place where my listeners might not understand what we're talking about, explaining, because I'm the fly on the wall. I'm, I'm the, the lay person, right? I want, I'm talking to people who are experts, but I'm not necessarily the expert in that field. I know I'm not the expert in that field. So I wanna help interpret it for the people who are listening. And that's my job. My job is to get them the information that they need to act on and make sure they understand the world of sound a little better. And I learn every time I interview someone. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, there's always room for improvement. And sometimes, and that's one thing I've learned A is to talk in sound bites, but also like when to shut up. <laughs> that's so hard. <laughs> it can be. It shouldn't be that hard. But yeah, like I was saying, it is. It can be hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, this has been super helpful. I love just giving ideas of how to improve a podcast, but on a different layer. Like we think about the, the words and the interviewing style and the content, but we don't always think about the sound and that feel and that kind of how that weaves and ties into your branding. I think it's really important. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think that if you pay attention to that, your audience, the people that listen to you will really appreciate it. Yeah. And you'll see a big uptick in listeners, I think, because that's just something that we appreciate as listeners. Yeah. 
Agreed. Now, how can people find you? And if I remember correctly, you have a free resource that you can share. Mm -hmm. I always love sharing extra resources for people. Sure. I am at voiceoversandvocals.com if anyone has a question. The podcast is at audiobrandingpodcast.com. And uh, if you're interested, we do have Clubhouse discussions on a regular basis on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern in the club, which is called The Power of Sound. And I have a Facebook group for that as well, if people are interested in getting on that. And there's a email newsletter off of the main podcasting page if they're interested. As far as the thing that I'm offering, um, the I have a PDF on coming up with a comprehensive audio branding strategy. Perfect. So yeah, if you go to voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio dash branding dash strategy. That will take you to that. Perfect. And I'll have the links in the show notes. Yeah. That'll make it easier. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on and chatting about sounds. We can think about it in a new way and improve. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.